it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Jason Powell's Pro Wrestling Boom Podcast, a production of ProWrestling.net. Get ready for the latest news, analysis, and interviews featuring big names from the world of pro wrestling. Here comes the boom! of the Minnesota Vikings. Hey everybody, my apologies for the show dropping late this week. I had some construction in my neighborhood, and my big fear was that it was going to make the show pretty much unlistenable. Uh, But as they say, everything happens for a reason. The timing couldn't be better, because uh, this gives us a chance to discuss the big news of the week. Paul Heyman is the executive director of Raw. Eric Bischoff is the executive director of SmackDown. My guest today is the senior columnist at PWTorch.com. He's a teacher by day, so you know he's intelligent, but don't you dare tell him I said that. The man I like to call Uncle Bruce, Bruce Mitchell, joins me to sort out what the heck is happening in WWE right now, and we'll certainly discuss some other pro wrestling topics along the way. Before we get to Bruce, thanks to Manny Late, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Manny, for being the latest person to rate and review the show on iTunes. It only takes a second and that five-star love that uh, you people are showing is so helpful. Simply go to iTunes and search for Pro Wrestling Boom, and then rate and review the show. It only takes a second to make my day. Have you subscribed to the Boom? Do a search for Pro Wrestling Boom on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and then you'll never miss an episode. Join me for live coverage of Ring of Honor's Best in the World pay-per-view tonight, Friday night, and AEW Fighter Fest on Saturday at ProWrestling.net. Are you listening after those events already took place? No problem. I'll have live reviews of New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 opening night on July 6th and Impact Wrestling's Slammiversary on July 7th. And remember, I do live reviews of WWE Raw and SmackDown. John Moore tackles NXT, so if you're looking for live reviews throughout the week, we've got you covered. And did you know that .NET members hear my exclusive audio reviews of Raw and SmackDown each week? And they're going to hear audio reviews of all of those major shows that I mentioned. So before I bring on Bruce Mitchell, here's more info on ProWrestling.net membership. If you enjoy the Pro Wrestling Boom podcast and Pro Wrestling audio content, then I know you're going to love becoming a member of the ad-free version of ProWrestling.net. 
The members hear the weekly flagship .NET Weekly Audio Show with Jake Barnett and I discussing all the news of the week and sometimes including some first-run news items that have not been reported elsewhere. Members also have access to a decade of audio content with interviews and exclusive audio reviews of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, and the list goes on. They also hear our audio reviews of all the major WWE, Ring of Honor, and Impact Wrestling pay-per-views and NXT TakeOver specials. Plus, we're adding more New Japan Pro Wrestling audio content for their major shows. Help support ProWrestling.net and the Pro Wrestling Boom podcast by signing up today at PWMembership.net. Back on the boom, and my guest today is the senior columnist at PWTorch.com and a man who I will get to sing karaoke at the National Wrestling Hall of Fame weekend coming up a month from now in Waterloo, Iowa. Uncle Bruce, Bruce Mitchell is back. Bruce, you want to make those vocal cords? I've heard about that senior columnist stuff. I've heard that before, but what's this about singing? I've never sung karaoke in my life. I had you thinking about it in Waterloo, I could tell. There yeah. may have been a few, you know, alcoholic beverages yeah. involved beforehand, but I, I could tell there was a little twinkle in your eye and you at least thought about it. I'm thinking this year, a couple more alcoholic beverages and maybe just maybe. Have I sung out loud at, at, at live concerts to the to the dismay of people around me? Many, many, many times. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so um, yeah, Ugh. We'll, we'll, it'll be interesting to see what gets chosen. If that, yeah, I. I I, I think I do want to do that. I think I do want to do that in Waterloo, Iowa. So um, that doesn't mean I'm going to, but we'll see. And so, no, yeah. no uh, phone, no phone cams allowed. Just you up there doing your thing, and that, maybe uh, that'll encourage people to go to Waterloo. Yeah, and yeah, I, I would think not, but still. Um, although there were, pe- I mean, you had people cheering. You had people cheering my name, which like really irritated the crap out of me. So that was that was great. No, I. I am a great singer by myself in the car or in the shower. I can I can sing my ass off, but there's someone else around that. Uh, but yeah, that that. So in other words, enough, enough um, social lubrication that it could happen. <laughs> so I, I, we've got so much to talk about, obviously. But I do want to take just a second here. Waterloo coming up again a month from now. I know it's an event you look forward to every year. I, I attended my first last year. Really enjoyed it. But as somebody who's been there multiple times now. Just give people kind of a rundown of, of why they should consider adding this to their at least you know pro wrestling bucket list. Um, oh, you know, there, there's so many different facets of it, and it's it, it's big enough, but it's not too big. It's small enough. Um, number one is it's a real, um, you know, it's a real building. It's a hall of fame yeah. where you can go and explore not only amateur wrestling and, and pro wrestling, and it has some really cool artifacts, ring jackets, and all kinds of different you know, posters and all kinds of different things that are there. And if you're there that weekend, you are exploring it with people who – that's their life, and like they really know the importance of it. And the thing with the Waterloo, Iowa Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame is it's about amateur and – and pro, but it's also Thez and Tragos, Luthez and George Tragos, who trained Luthez, um, who it's named after. It's about the wrestlers who could wrestle, who could work, um, who could work amateur, who could work hook and shoot style, who could work in the ring. And so there's this bond, this pride that you see 
between um, the mixed martial artists and you see who are honored at, at, at during this weekend and the pro wrestlers who are proud to be a part of that. It all comes together. And then, um, you know, Dan Gable is even with me, you know, from North Car- from from the heart of North Carolina and, um, you know, and, and, and basketball country. And but Dan Gable is the wrestler you know, is the amateur wrestler and to be a part of and, and to be around him. He's always there. And to be a part, I mean, he is, he is as big a sports celebrity as there's been in this country and particularly in the, in that part of, in that region. So you've got, um, you've got the museum to go through and you've got people visiting in the museum who are named wrestlers, who are named people and, and named journalists and all that. And people who are really into this, to talk to about it and you know everything from full-length paintings and you know wrestling is you know wrestling is the original sport and so there's all of this stuff and then and it changes so you can see it and then there's just photographs and um and portraits and the portrait work that w, wwe portrait you know dan Schaumeyer does is just phenomenal yeah. and so you see some of the work that he's doing and they have different and then there's events and so you have wrestling show which um will have some legendary wrestlers usually be brian blair who's very active in these things and is a cool guy to talk to and everybody's cool to talk to um and 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 then also the midwest the independent midwest wrestlers who who come you know who come for this and they're there for tryouts with with Jerry Briscoe and WWE people, and they're there for they're there to be seen. And you have the show that night, and the shows the show has a um, this is going to sound like not a big thing, but it always is for me. It has a a battle royal. It starts with a battle royal that um, my friends and I bet on, and somehow I usually end up losing money and buying <laughs> beers for a whole bunch of people. But it's just that kind of fun, you know. It's like you you're going around, and then there's name wrestlers at tables who are um you know who are selling their wares and it's an opportunity it really is an opportunity if you're um you you just have good manners and 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 think of for a moment then you get your chance to talk to people and 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 talk to wrestlers who've you know the chance to talk to jj dillon jj dillon did everything and i always like these 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 types as big a star as he was in the full horseman um he was an he was a referee. He was an underneath guy. You know, he was an underneath guy for years. He was a fan. He was a fan club president. He was a um, he was a booker in small territories. He was um, one of Dusty Rhodes's um, number one um, combatants and one of Dusty Rhodes's um, you know number one um, you know people to talk to detail people. And he was he was um, against the Funks in Amarillo with the funks as heroes and himself as a baby face. And then not, not as heroes and himself as a, anyway, he did everything there was to do, including work for Vince McMahon, you know, during some real, so you, you meet these guys who have done everything and been around everything and they're relaxed and they're not, um, you know, if you show them some respect and maybe, you know, you know, show them some respect. You're going to um, have that chance, that opportunity to talk to them. We've had that opportunity to talk to Stan Hansen and um, and just there's been a, a you know and Barbara Goodish, who's the um, widow of, of Bruiser Brody, and just all those those things. Then you have the panels, and I've been lucky enough to um, 
see several of them and participate in some of them um, and be part of that. And it's just that that talk where you get your chance to ask your questions and people ask intelligent questions. They, they, they there's fans that have been around for a long time. There's fans that have been around for shorter amounts of time, and um, there's just a respect there. And then that night, the banquet, the Hall of Fame banquet for. Um, the people that are getting into that Hall of Fame. And it means you see that it means something to major figures in the business to be in, in a different way than the W Hall of Fame does. The W Hall of Fame is a part of the business, part of the business, and it means more money for people and, you know, it's that, that national ex- exposure. But this is their peers coming and talking to them. This is Dan Severn coming and talking to them. This is, um, this is um, you know, uh, this is the the link of as much as WWE is pro wrestling, or even the you know AEW or Ring of Honor or New Japan is now. There is a history that goes across the world, and there's still links to all that. There's, this is Jim Londis, and this is um, you know this is Frank Gotch, and this is and, and these are people that are related to that, and Vern Gagne, and um and and just how it all connects and how it all kind of it uh, it has some places and and it's one of my it's my favorite weekend of the year and i do two or th- i try to do two or three you know school teachers so i have summers as some time in the summer and i try to do some wrestling things and as much as you know and, and as much as i love going to big event wrestling and even small event wrestling this is the one where you get the big event feel and you get the small event too and it's and it's also just it's cool to hang out with with people and after the event's over go over to the bar it's not very you know it's not there there are bars in waterloo and and people hang out and they talk wrestling you yeah. know and they have a good time and they laugh and they have fun and and yeah you get to see you get to see some people sing karaoke and it's it's um it's it's cool and there's no, there's no you know if you're there you're accepted i mean that's what i've always i've always liked that too and and it's fun to um you know and way nine i guess you will this time but way i've gone um you know four or five times in a row and so now we've gotten to where it's like okay we're gonna go visit over here to this place and we want to see over here to this place and and it's um it's it's cool. It's it's not too big and not too small. I mean, I just I, I just really have enjoyed it, and I I think anything it's the support of an independent history of professional wrestling. It's not just the history um, that comes from these businesses, and it's not just the history that comes from Bruce Mitchell or the Torch or Wade Keller and the Torch or Dave Meltzer and the Observer or or you know or you and the Net. It's it's a lot. You get an idea of of how big it is and how many people are contributing to it and how it's growing and, and what a good, you know, what a good thing it is. And then the dinner's good. The speeches are, you know, if you haven't sat through a speech with the iron Sheik, you haven't sat through a speech, you know, <laughs> you, know you get, um, and they've done a good job. You know, it used to be with these kind of things as a school teacher, I'm kind of like, let's get it on with it because I have a lot of things to do with, with kid functions and all. And like, and the whole key to a kid function is, move it along and so um you look for in anything you know and if you have a job where you go and you have to sit through functions um you know you want it to move along and they do it they've done they did a good job last year they've done a real good job of like getting it to what you wanted to see and the people that you wanted to talk to you know wanted to talk to and have and, and get your and lord if you can't get your picture taken with these people 
Um, this is every opportunity, you know, like this part of life now is getting, you know, is getting selfies and all that. And this is where, you know, you sit at a table and you've got your friends with you probably, but you, and, and you've also got, um, you've also got a major person in professional wrestling sitting with you and yeah. they're, they're in that mode to talk. They're not, uh, I mean, they're particularly water. I've never seen anybody, you know, be there, be there because they didn't want to be. And that's, um, that's really that's really cool. Then the speech is like they're over by ten o'clock, and so you're, you know, and that counts for me. I'm, I'm very much wrestling comes down to me now. From um, starts at seven thirty, ends at ten o'clock. Like that's that that's my definition of a good wrestling show. And so um, that 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 hits us. The food's good, and um, and it's you know a bunch of different types of people to talk to, and 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 you're going to find your interest some somewhere, and find many of your interests somewhere. I, I highly recommend it. I hope people will uh, take the nudge and, and at least look into it. And definitely put it on your bucket list. Hey, gang, it takes a lot of time and effort to produce a show like this. And one way you can support ProWrestling.net is by becoming a member at PWMembership.net. However, there's also an easy and free way to do so. Think of us when you shop at Amazon by simply starting your Amazon shopping at ProWrestling.net slash Amazon. You're not charged any extra, but we receive a small and very helpful commission on what you purchase. A big thanks to everyone who has helped out so far. Remember, that's ProWrestling.net slash Amazon. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. So obviously the big news of the week is that Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff have been named executive directors of Raw and SmackDown, respectively. They will both report directly to Vince McMahon. What's your interpretation of executive directors who report to Vince McMahon? Okay, my my biggest thing is, um, and there's been several steps along this week and last week and all that, we're in a wrestling war again. Mm-hmm. Like and that's a big thing. We haven't been in a re- in a real wrestling war. Now, obviously, there's always a wrestling war if there's a company that wants your dollar, and there's another company that wants your dollar. But as far as as far as main event, mainstream, big time wrestling, we haven't had a wrestling war since WCW went out of business, and that's been twenty some years ago. And now um, we've got the beginnings of one and, that, and that's how I, and, and we've got one. And th- th- I take this as another move in the wrestling war. And the other part that's interesting is, is in the time and, and you fit in this time too, Jason, in the time that we've been, that we've been doing wrestling journalism, 
to me, the biggest story has been Vincent Mann. It's just been the career arc of Vincent Mann and what happens. And there's been so many ups and so many downs. And, and just, um, you know, and he was there before I got there and he's there, you know. And, and, and one of the things kind of in the back of my head was I wanted to at least last long enough um, to, see where he, to see where that story ended up. And I think that this is um, this is a, this this is the end times in a way that I haven't felt before for Vince McMahon. I mean, I never I thought the difference between Vince McMahon and his father was his father set the stage. And I look back at Vince McMahon taking over, you know, his father's company. His father set the stage for him to do what he wanted to do and and a new and to take it and take a new idea in wrestling. In other words. Um, the technology, cable TV was going to go, everybody was going to have national tel- cable television. And so there'd be a national wrestling, um, territory and this man, man meant to run it. He wasn't the only one that thought about that, but he was the one who, he was the one who got out there and did it. And so, um, Vincent, you know, Vincent man, his father, um, got ill with cancer, the, the cancer that killed him in his, in his 60s, but he also was making those moves to get, his, to get his son ready to take over and to do what he wanted to do. And where the, where the cancer came in, and I think it was before, I, I think he was grooming his son before the cancer came in, and then it came in. With, with this man and Triple H, it's, and then it's also, it's not his son, you know, it's Triple H. Um, that Vincent Mann has been making the moves to get to get the son-in-law ready and the daughter to to take over, um, and then he's not getting out of the way, and he's not getting out of the way of the place where he needs to, which is creative. That the creative in wrestling has never really been run by somebody at this age, and what I see is a way. I don't see him making the next step for Triple H to come in, or the net, or someone to come in after Vincent Mann. Um, and there's no, there's no, and there's no, um, there's no case to be made for Triple H not having his chance. Right. You know, I'm, I don't know how it's going to work. I really don't. I like, I, I see positives, I see negatives, and I really don't know. But I don't. But it, it seems like it's it's where it's going, and it doesn't seem like it should be. Um, you know, as far as the family goes, that it it it, it, it should be shaming man at all, and so. Um, so you have you have Triple H, you know, running a stable NXT that has some real advantages, and then to me this looks like let me let me let me rearrange the chessboard. There's pressure on Vince McMahon because of what's coming in October on Fox Television, and what's happening with, with two things. One of them is the last pay-per-view just not selling very well at the box office. I don't know what it did on the network, but it didn't seem like, and then, um, and then you've got this other place, AEW that's coming in and they're going to have network television and they sold in 15 minutes. And so what do you, what does Vincent man do to play site to keep everybody happy of the wrestling fans that are not happy with him? It's like, well, who are the two, and then be able to point to corporate sponsors and advertisers and, and network people and go, well, I brought in these all-time favorite wrestling people to run, and I'm going to watch over them, and you know I'm good. In other words, to me, this is all about keeping Vincent Man in the same place 
running the show and i i'm more i'm more towards that than you know i can i can make a case for paul Heyman. at least he's involved in it and he's close to one of the major figures which is brock lesnar and he's done a good job of managing his career and they've they've you know and and brock and paul Heyman and, and brock and vincent man work together through paul Heyman. And I've liked some, and I'm different from a lot of people. I've liked a lot of what they've done with, with Brock Lesnar, and um, but it's come to it's kind of come to an end too. And I was like, okay, but does Paul Heyman have something in 2000? And it's all 2019. Does he have something in 2019 that is that is bigger than Brock Lesnar? Because I thought in the last couple of years, to me, it seemed like what he was trying to do was to associate himself with the very top stars with the Ronda Rouseys and the Brock Lesnar's and to have that be his place. And, and if you look at his, his outside business, his, his um, Heyman hustle, it didn't seem like he had his finger on anything that was particularly big in the, in the pop culture world, except for, you know, hot looking girls. And so, you know, and then Eric Bischoff, I'm just stunned at because, yeah. I, I, I'm like, you know, I talked with Wade Keller on Pro Wrestling Torch and Bruce Mitchell Audio Show yesterday, and it was kind of, and Wade was kind of making the case of, well, putting him with Fox, he's used to dealing with network people. And I'm like, he would be, I just, I, I just looking at, well, however you think he could run wrestling now, and I don't think he shows anything. I mean, I've listened to 83 weeks, a lot of them, and I've, you know, I don't think he shows any particular interest in modern wrestling and then um he had a tough time dealing with the turner people and and that was a lot of why why w i don't know that anybody could have dealt with turner the turner people that well the network people that were dealing with wrestling and when he got them off his back it was because they were so successful but then he didn't have any kind of vision for keeping it running and he was you know and then he had trouble with it to me it'd be he'd be the last person i'd want to be dealing with um the, oh he's dealt with network people before he didn't do he did it 20 years ago he didn't do that do a very good job with it well hold on they though. were really he, set up with it. yeah he, because he did play that role in impact where i mean granted it's dixie carter but he was widely regarded as an upgrade when it came to dealing with spike compared to dixie is there i'm just trying to play is that enough yeah i know what you're saying but to me like that's not enough and and what that looks like is he got his turn to to play in big wrestling again and didn't have anything and flopped and and again you could make the argument and i would um if i was eric bischoff but you could make that argument that um nobody was going to nobody was going the way it was set up in tna because they didn't reward, um, you know, it was more political. It, it didn't reward financial success. It rewarded keeping your place, um, you know, just just staying politically adept. Um, but it still, it looks like he and Hulk Hogan and a lot of different wrestlers got into Impact and and they failed, you know, and they failed like just right out. And so it's re- that the one with with Eric is really interesting to me. I'm not surprised that, that Eric would want to get with WWE and he is such a good, he's a good performer. I mean, I think like on television, if WWE was, if 
but but still, what needs to happen in 2019 needs to be something different than what's been wrestling for the last several years. And you're going back to to both of them. Does Paul have something? Um, and he might. I don't know. And does Eric have? And it, it seems like still we're going to you know still it's going to be Vincent Mann. It's a way to um, freshen up Vincent Mann. And to keep him in that place of, I take care of the creative. I do the creative. And, and it's a lot of the lack of discipline of McMahon at this age that's really, you know, hit a lot of this stuff. It's the, um, it, to me, it's the, um, you know, the idea that we're getting these shows that, that and this is what Eric Bischoff used to do. And, and Hulk Hogan, and he had to do it because of Hulk Hogan, but it was, um, you don't know what the show's going to be. You know, you're in the first hour of a three-hour show, whether it's a pay-per-view or a Monday night show, and you don't know what's going to happen in the next two hours because they haven't decided by then. Right. And that's where I'm. And then, and then also that wrestling is something different. The wrestling that's successful now doesn't have the um, who's running the the professional wrestling show. That was so fresh. You know, that was such a big thing. Like, who's running the show? What do we see? We're seeing from behind the scenes, and that's now so tired. And and, and they've taught, you know, wrestling companies and WWE have taught people that, you know, if, if Stephanie McMahon's out there as a heel making pronouncements that someone should get rid of her, no one's ever going to come in and get rid of her. Like, it's not going to be, it's all, you know, it's going to be this type of, we're going to have the evil general manager and nothing's going to come of it. We're going to have the, who runs the show and nothing's ever, you know, that was what would happen with TNA was, you know, which, which click ran the show and nothing ever really got decided and that that stuff. And now you've got AEW and I think, and I very much think, you know, you can quantify how, um, and you can tell me to shut up, by the way. I know you know how to, you've done it many times. <laughs> Wrestling.net is the place to go for news and analysis, live television and major event reviews, opinion pieces, and so much more. If you want to keep up on the very latest in professional wrestling, then search no further than ProWrestling.net. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, you know, you can, <laughs> if I start going on and on, but, um, you know, the, you can quantify how much of an achievement it was for the 15-minute sellout and how much many more um, tickets they could have sold. But this more this more simple star-based, um, you know, version of professional wrestling 
that's that leaves out a lot of what drives people crazy about the WWE and and is not based on general managers and it's not based on um it's not based on who's going to be the face of the company or um 20 minute you know or 20 minute um dialogues between two people who should be fighting you know are these things that that are cliches and and are tropes in wwe and tropes in wrestling that need to change that aren't changing well they've started to change them and they've they've actually simplified some of that and there's and it seems to be an audience that is not interested in wwe that is interested that that's separate and that's interested in professional wrestling and so so i just look at this and i go I go, it looks like it's buying time for Vince to continue to, you know, because he can say, look, the wrestling fans, the wrestling fans always wanted Paul Heyman to have control of a brand. And Eric Bischoff was my, was the guy who had the most success with, and he's in Turner. He, he looks, you know, he looks good in front of television people and all that. And I'm like, it's yesterday's answer. And unless there's, you know, and, and, you know, and it said like the, the two shows will look different. I don't believe they'll look different until they look different. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just, that's just from watching 20 some years of, of, of how they, you know, of how they've done their shows. And, um, and I've, you know, I've listened, you know, I, I've seen Eric, um, Eric try to put himself in this new era of wrestling and that there's money to be made by going to nostalgia shows. There's money to be made by podcasts and he's done a pretty good job of that, but he doesn't have, I don't think he has any kind of um, vision for what wrestling is in 2019. And a lot to me of what wrong with, of what's wrong with it isn't, Oh, if we bring back, um, you know, if we bring back Goldberg and have him wrestle undertaker on this show, it's going to get a whole lot of, it, it's not, it's not, you know, it's it's not this big master stroke. It's doing the basics right for a while and getting people to trust you again, and then picking new talent. and And then you've got this talent that is really good, is better than it's ever been in the ring, but needs but needs to be better um, with cutting promos and 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 being being seen as stars. and And that's where that's where WWE is not good. Like WWE to me is, is W is more about we're the brand or the family's the brand and all this stuff. And it's like these changes that they need. Um, and then it's just this, it's just a huge, um, handicap of you get the money for the three hours, but the three hours is a huge handicap. And yeah. that's, that's tough. So anyway, so well, I, just went off. Ooh. <laughs> I, I guess the Eric hiring, scares me in that it makes me feel like okay either they don't know what they have because he's not he's been a big concept guy when it comes to creative more than he's been a booker if they're really putting him in a position to book uh, to some extent you know bench is still gonna have final say obviously um and on the, so that kind of makes me think about paul because paul Heyman, if you're going to hire someone to book your product would be very high on a list of, of potential candidates and so I guess I'm at a point where I'm wondering, did they place Paul in this position because they're serious about making changes or because he's being rewarded for playing nicer with Vince McMahon than he used to? I mean, it, it, has he become that guy think, that is yeah. content to be there? I think it's that. I, I mean, and, and, you know, this is really brand new. So 
um, I could you know definitely be wrong. I mean, some of this some of the stuff caught Fox off guard, and it really does. When you look at it, it's like Fox. There's a big change in wrestling coming in October. You know, a, a huge. You know, that there will be a wrestling show on the biggest um, on the biggest platform there's been in in decades and decades. When, when they get to when they get to the Fox Network on Friday nights when mm-hmm. WWE does the SmackDown does. So it's like this is like these changes. Is, it's like who's putting pressure on McMahon? You know, why is he feeling this? And there should be pressure on McMahon because the numbers aren't good. You know, like the numbers at the house shows, the numbers at the pay-per-views, the numbers, the, the ratings numbers aren't good. And one more, one more dive in the ratings, one more, you know, one more not stable moment. And you're looking at, you know, you know, if you're getting that, that below 2 million and then your competition comes in and, you know, and is competitive from the beginning instead of just growing towards it or working towards it, that's, um, you know, that's a real big big change and then you've got you know and then you've got people who are you know talent like john moxley who is looking successful by moving out and you've got a lot of people that are watching them you know in in wwe and out of wwe what do i what do i do it's it's a whole new thing but yeah i i look at it like i look at with both of them that yeah it's paul getting around but it's also buying more time for vince mcmahon that Vincent Mann's still going to run like there's going to be seventy five. There's going to be seventy five riders. I'm exaggerating on Raw and seventy five riders on SmackDown, and they're going to they're going to do their things the way they do them, and they're going to bring it all to. There's going to be another layer of bureaucracy. They're going to bring it all to Paul Heyman, or they're going to bring it all to Eric Bischoff. And Eric, and they're both going to kind of look through it, and they're going to they're going to favor the people they do favor and favor the people they don't, and then they're going to take it to Vince. And this is this is the way the creative has been done for years, and it's and it's really at a point now where Vince Man, because of the way he is at his age, and then um and kind of a lack of like it used to be he knew exactly what to do whether whether he knew exactly what to do or not he had that confidence and now you hear he's it's who gets to him last you know it, it's it's um people who have played you know it, 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 the writer isn't the writer isn't like i'm i'm writing so that i can become the creative head of WWE it's so that i can talk to Vince McMahon so I can become higher up in the company and then I can set myself up to go somewhere else. And, and that's kind of the game. And also there's not very much success in, in any of the, any of the game for the writer. So it becomes, you know, it becomes, how do I last? How do I do? And, and that's the, and, and McMahon is making less, you know, making less decisions across you know, you could look at WrestleManias and you could go, okay, from the months before WrestleMania, you could see where the planning was kicking in. And now there's a lack of planning going into WrestleMania and there's a lack of planning coming in to this. And you've had the last two faces of the company, John Cena and Roman Reigns. There's been something off with them where fans didn't want them. And, and there, was, there was a major part of it. And fans got taught that the face of the company was someone you, you liked and you resisted at the same time. And then they got taught that that special attraction part timers are lazy, and that they're not um, 
that 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 as someone that we're all part of the wrestling company and so the rest of us have to show up at work every day and then these people get to show you know brock lesnar gets to show up whenever he feels like it and we resent that instead of instead of hey it's andre the giant coming into the territory and that's something special and that, that makes the show more special the wrestlers get paid more who are on those shows um and you know i'm on the show with hulk hogan so so I'm going to get paid more. I want to be with, be on those shows where the special attraction is. And, and so, and now the idea that the fans are like part of that, which is crazy when you think about it, it's just like, you know, a fan is just like, I want my show. I want my best show I can get for my money. Like that's kind of out of it too. But I, I, I look at this until I see something different is, is a way to keep McMahon in that creative place where he wants to be forever. You know, in other words, this is the next way. Like I've given him, I've given him Paul Heyman, and he's he, that's who the fans want. I've given him Eric Bischoff, and that's who the fans want. And I don't know the fans want that anymore. You know, you know, you don't hear fans chant ECW all the time. You don't hear hear fans give give. Um, and he does a good job, I think. You, you don't see him give Paul Heyman a um, standing ovation for being Paul Heyman when he comes out to do his. Um, Brock Lesnar speech. Right. It's like they, they take it off of that. And then and Eric has been gone for, you know, even when the TNA stuff has been gone for a long time. So it's, um, it's I, you know, and I think you've got a core of wrestlers who are looking at instead of who's the middle management, who are the star wrestlers? Like, like set some stars and go. It's kind of, I did kind of like what Seth Rollins was doing. I didn't like how he did it every time. But I, I wrote about this this week, and I, I liked that Seth Rollins seemed to be, like, trying to get on Twitter and be a leader in wrestling and, like, and like speak up and say, we do this well and we do that well. Um, I think that's, that's a good idea because, you know, number one wrestlers and world champions did that, but we haven't had that in a couple of generations because John Cena couldn't do it and then Roman Reigns couldn't do it. And so have someone that, someone that can make a case for himself that he's a world champion – you know, I have the biggest platform and I can if you squint, you can look at Seth Rollins and say he's one of the best wrestlers. I mean, it takes some squinting, but and he's really good. And so there's credibility there and start and, and start going for instead of all this, all the rest of these things that have frustrated people. For so on. But I, I, I honestly I look at this. I'm more interested in where Triple H is and where Vince McMahon is than even, you know, can. Can, I mean, I assume Eric Bischoff goes out and be and is is a heel general manager because he plays that well. Uh, but they don't need it. They don't need it at all. They they shouldn't. He sh- nobody should be playing it. He plays it well, but they should. It's, it's a role that shouldn't be played at all. And then with Paul, I, I think Paul's going to play the political game. And he, 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 and I know you've had experience with it. And sometimes he he can outsmart himself by playing the political game by playing it too political. Instead of just let's do the good job and and kind of go in, so I, I expect to see more of Eric and less of Paul on on the air. But I think in, in a month we're going to be. My guess is in a month we're going to be saying this is a Vincent Mann show run by Vincent Mann because that's always been as to me it's always been whether it was George Scott in the beginning when he took over um, or or um, Pat Patterson or 
or um, you know whoever it was that was the main creative mind, it always was Vince McMahon. And whether it was um, Vince Russo and, and Ed Farrar or the cast of you know Brian Gewurz and, and the writers and all that stuff, and it's always going to be you know at the end of the day, it's always going to be Vince, and it's going to be more Vince. And it's weird because you think as you age out, you would be delegating more, and he's delegating less of the of the of the creative, and he's out of touch with um, what the wrestlers and what the fans seem to want. You know what the fans seem to want. You can look at the numbers and and see it. But on the other hand, like, on the other hand, he's got a backdrop that he's built for years and years and years, where he can just you know you can't take him out. You can't go in and you, you can't go in and take it. You know, you can't go in and say, it's your time, dad time to go. Um, I built this billion dollar business and we got this contract. That's going to, unless Fox, you know, unless it's, it, it, and this looks really, this looks really shady, shaky to me coming into Fox. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned you, you can't go to Vince and say, Dad, it's time. That's been a, a, nothing I've heard, but total conspiracy theory of mine is that conversation happened. And that conversation led to backlash in the form of Vince rehiring Bruce Pritchard. Paul Heyman, who's butted heads with Stephanie McMahon over the years, is, is put in this position. Just the fact that Paul Levesque is not in the they're not making the obvious transition here so i mean we'll, ne- we'll we may never know if that conversation ever happened but do you think there's a chance that some of the moves we're seeing is a case of vince yeah. sticking it to paul levesque for some reason i think it's a retrenchment i think it's more it's not a, because most man's not scared to like make his family members look bad or, or that kind of thing it's it's if it's it's an acknowledgement that he knows that if he goes to war, that neither one of them would benefit by them going to war with each other, like at all, and that they have set up. And part of NXT was to set up to show that there's a, um, you know, that there's a successor coming in in, in a strong way, and. In, in Triple H and that Triple H not saying anything with this and not being involved in this and keeping an NXT being in this place where it's understood to lose money, but it also is they're also using it as playing defense and they're, they're hiring as many, you know, just about everybody they can to be in it, whether there's a place, you know, I, I think that I think that this that AEW coming into this has changed the the business that WWE now finds themselves. They need to be offensive instead of defensive. And so now you've got this, you've, you've got this 
this NXT and these two brands that are set up as a monopoly business, but now you're in competition. And so you've got, but, but anyway, you've got guaranteed, um, you've got an hour show. They're not going to go two hours. They're not going to take it to something else. You've got this hour show that when you watch it, it's a good solid wrestling show and that it leads to, it leads to consistently logically these takeover shows that, um, can, that are highlights for the people who travel for these four shows, you know, and so you're going to have, and the wrestlers, the, the booking is solid and the wrestling is top notch. And so, um, it looks like he knows what he's doing, but on the other hand, he's not held responsible for, um, being, for being, um, you know, profitable and then the house show business is okay for nxt i wouldn't say it was good and it's not that and it's also kind of being beaten out for the great wrestling experience by new japan and by um and by aew like the the ones that really get people's juices flowing are them you're not you don't see you don't see a star in nxt you know you don't see johnny gargano t-shirts everywhere you look when you go to the wrestling shows you know you don't see like you did with um when it was bullet club time it's like you don't see like nxt you don't see nxt t-shirts like that so he's he's solid right there but vincent man's thinking i'm never giving up you know i'm not gonna die and i'm gonna keep and and we have seen you know that was gonna die in the chair as he said yeah, I'm going to die in the chair. And what he really means is I'm not going to die. And, you know, like Vern Gagne um, should have given up the chair and mm-hmm. didn't. And, and there's, you know, and, and the sheet, you know, Ed Farhat and, and Dick the Bruiser and all these guys that that Vincent Mann beat handily and pushed to the side because they were at this part in their life. Well, now he's in that part in his life. And um, what he learned from his dad was to bring in the next generation, to bring in himself, and he's not doing it. To me, that's the biggest story of more than any of you know more than any of this. Now, is it a possibility that that Paul Heyman reaches in his pocket and he's got an, he's got some ideas, he's got the right people, and they and everything clicks, or even that that it happens with Eric? And um, I guess it's a possibility, but it doesn't seem like it is. And to me, to me just kind of um instinctively the time has been for um for Vince McMahon to be the, the you know the all father that he kind of shows himself as but then for it really to be run by somebody else the, the creative side to be run by Triple H and Vince and, and his people and and them look over this and to me the 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 nothing said with Triple H. To me, the story here is is that Vincent Mann is going to stay where he is until he's forced out. And then, how do you force him out? Because it is a billion dollar business, and it does have. Unless uh, the big scary part to me is October and November. If if um if they go on fo- if and it could hurt the entire wrestling business in a way that something hasn't hurt their entire wrestling business. Yeah business has in a long time is if there's a wrestling show that goes on a major network and gets a push from the nfl and you know with the kind of eyeballs the nfl generates and gets a push from all this and people turn it on and then it dies in the ratings and they have to replace it and this is and i know that the world has changed a ton but in network television this hasn't changed which is if you don't get that rating from the beginning 
you're out. It's like they don't give you time. They don't give you. It's not like being on USA Network. It's not like being on. It's um, you know, you got to whether you're on if you're you know you're on Friday night or not. You're not going to get. And this is this is the chance for him to grow that company or not because network television still is still pretty big. It's not anywhere near the way it used to be, but it's still pretty big. It's still the biggest. And so, um, does he? Does he have it together? And I think that making the show more complicated to watch and that adding more concepts and adding, you know, and, and saying, oh, we've, we've got, you know, we've got um, wild cards and we've got 24-7 championships. We've got all this stuff. It's like th- the answers are not sexy, but they're in making – bringing back a logic and bringing back um, – and bringing back that what – that it's the stars of the show that count the most, not the family or the people that run it. And then it's the, um, the champions are the thing are the things that you want to be the most. They make the most money. They have the most impact and all that. It's just, you know, you, you think of the, if the NFL started, started, um, de-emphasizing the world champions, it's like, what would you replace, you know, right. instead of, you know, what the, um, what the owners are. And in some ways they've done that, but, but they never let go of that. And it's like, and with this, it's, you know, the frustration of watching these shows and you look at, you know, you look at what happened this weekend, you had the 15 minute sellout and then you had the, um, then you had this show that like, I don't even know why the guy that was in the main event was in the main event. They had to like turn the whole show over to figure out why Baron Corbin you know, in the storyline, he didn't deserve to be in it. And in reality, he didn't deserve to be in it. And it was all about the crookedness that, that Seth Rollins had to endure. And it's like, what, you know, that, that story's been told so many times and it's so not satisfying anymore. It's like, you've got to change. You've got to be new for 2019. It, it, well, you say you have to be new in 2019, but is it as simple Listening to you talk, I mean, it, it's a thought I've had when it comes to WWE for a long time. It, watching this slide recently, I mean, even more so. Book a freaking pro wrestling product. Quit trying to be everything but that. They do that during a good WrestleMania season. Yes, you have your sports entertainment, the glitz around with, with celebrities coming in and things like that. But WrestleMania season is when they tend, he'll never admit it, to be more pro wrestling-like where all these concepts and, and silly gimmicks is just moving him further away from that. Right. And, and, um, I, and that's why I say in 2019, um, what's new is not doing all those gimmicks and not being everything but that core pro wrestling. And the core pro wrestling, I think, is always marvel, which is let's watch a fight. You know, and 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 you can you can argue worked or not worked or whatever, but let's watch a fight between two people that we care about because there's a charisma and there's an electricity there. And then the thing with pro wrestling, uh, Vincent Mann's version of pro wrestling is, my God, you can pick the winners. If I was going to book the NBA, you know what? You know who would win the NBA championship next year? The New York Knicks, <laughs> sure. they're the number one market. They never win. You know, it's like, but I can, I can pick that and I can put that. And instead, instead they get so confused with, with it. And there is something about watching a fight. There's something that, that speaks to everybody, you know, that speaks to everybody that's always going to be marketable. Um, you know, the, you know, sports, the sports that's the most popular, that has the most money. It's a type of fight. It's a type of war somehow. 
you know, the NBA, the 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 NHL, um, you know, whatever, you know, Major League Baseball, the NFL, they're they've they set up some consistent rules to show this fight. And then also no one dies at the end of it if, if you know, if things work out, you know, and so you can keep doing it. And, and so with this, it's like you actually have the, the fight. And I think it's like it, when I heard about this the other day, I'm like, it's WWE doesn't need another level of complication. It needs it. You know, if you look at AEW. Um, and I'm just using this as an example, but it's like there's a bunch. And if you look at, and if you look at New Japan, and they're growing, um, they have wrestling stars who are competing to get something that's very important to them, which is those championships. And it's and they've got some goofy stuff in there, but when it comes to you know you, you got the you got that famed you know battle royal at the beginning of the last AEW show. Um, or the first, I guess it was first AEW show. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and, and so, you, you know, you had some problems there, but you have a place for some silliness and then you have, and then you have, we're getting down to it. And the people that are, you don't have this doubt about, um, in the mainstay are the people who are the best in those main events. They are, are they, does it count for something? Um, it does. And then are you, are you, be, you know, and then is it just, is it a wrestling show? Wrestling has a tradition and has a, more than a tradition, has a history and it's shown that it can draw money. And so if you, so in 2019, the new mer- version might be, um, it's a straightforward, you know, it's, it's not about who runs the company. It's about who's the champion and it's not about and who can control those championships. And it's about some people trying to show that they're the best, the best at it in the world. And some people knowing that they're not as good and trying to weasel their way in. And then it's not about who's going to be, you know, who's going to be running the show tonight. It's about, or who's going to be on the show tonight. I mean, God forbid this would be new, now after 30 years but it's old wrestling which is which is the show that you're going to watch on monday night here are the matches that are going to be on the show okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, you know, the, wrestling has all these rules now about the show just develops as it goes along. And, um, and that people do this artificial thing of yelling at each other for 20 minutes back and forth. And they do this other artificial thing where, you know, 
you know, they ought to be looking at what they're doing in two thousand, what they did last week, and go, what can we change that's going to make this seem new? What's going to what what's going to what's going to make it more logical, more simple, and I can I can follow what it is, and and the people that, and it's not just who's my buddy, you know, you know, Baron Corbin is who's he's friends with, and a lot of the and a lot of those heels, even the baby faces talk about. Um, I'm, they, they act like, and I say this all the time, but, uh, but instead of like, I can beat you and take this from you and I'm the, I'm the baddest man it's, or I'm the baddest woman. It's about, um, I'm the most entertaining. I should get this role. You know, I'm the most entertaining. I should be the one, I should be the one that gets the lead role in the high school play. That's not as interesting as, um, you know, I'm the best and I'm going to prove it. I'm the best and I'm going to prove it. And, and when you ever you have that set up, that's where the money is consistently in the history of wrestling. And it is now, too, you know, and it is um, if, you know, in a WrestleMania main event and, and all that and all this other, you know, I, I think that um, I think we see the same matches too much. I think we see the same people um, and they've got, you know, take advantage of some of what they've got. They've got this huge, you know, talent base. So start. So hold back some of the people from wrestling every time and then and then have them wrestle on different people and then build and then build towards the matches not just build toward um the you know what happens if baron corbin gets the world title and then he has his, all his friends help him to keep it it's like it, it, we've seen all that yeah do something else and you know in 1970 i would have said i might have said like let's let's see something different than that it's just what you what was new has been so has become so old and now um you know and 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 now it's this is how we promote wrestling this is how we promoted wrestling 20 years ago with with steve austin well steve austin was a different person in a different place steve austin wouldn't get through this you know it's it's now now you know simplify it and 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 make it stronger on the stars and and stronger about wrestlers and not and not about um these these storylines that make no sense about who's going to take over or who who runs the place so this week wwe network uh it was revealed is going to be streaming the evolve 10th anniversary show opposite aew's fight for the fallen and it, it's been seen as a shot across the bow. Kenny Omega had some had a harsh response. I, I tend to think that Kenny went a little overboard just because I don't know how this really affects the AEW show in a major way. I, am I not giving WWE Network and Evolve enough credit here? Or, or is that is no. that damaging? No, I thought that I, I thought that one of the things that. Um, that I liked about Seth Rollins, um, you know, being Seth Rollins on Twitter and, and, and taking some responsibility for the rest of the uh, rest of the business and for the rest of his company uh, is you got to seem like a winner. You know, it's like, and, and Rollins, Rollins can show pictures of himself in front of big crowds to do that. He can show, you know, there, there's things that WWE has that other places don't that he can show more of. But what you don't want to seem like is with Omega, I thought Omega sounded a little bit more that someone should talk to him about. Look at what the situation is. In other words, take that he's win that they're winning. Like he seemed kind of bitter about it. And it's like, he didn't need to because, um, the thing that's so odd to me about this is this is a version of the, of, 
of this man in the 1980s going up against Jim Crockett promotion on pay-per-view on, um, on, on Starcade and, and on the clash of the champions and those times when, you know, you know, they, they did the survivor series as a free pay-per-view as a free network special to hurt the pay-per-view of, of, of the, of, mm-hmm. of their competition. Um, but, Back then, just as a fan in the 80s, I remember, and as a fan of Jim Crocker Promotions more than I was of the WWF, I was mad because I understood immediately that Jim Crocker Promotions, that my favorite, uh, that these guys who were my favorite wrestlers weren't going to get the pay, that they weren't going to get, they weren't going to get everything they could get from that, um, you know, from that pay-per-view show because there was a free show on USA that, that fans would watch. And some of those fans would go, why should I pay? You know, because they weren't used to paying, you know, why should I pay to watch television when I can watch a free show and, you know, with, with the number one company, why would I watch the number two company? You know? And so I, I got that as a fan who was rooting for one company over another. This, I look at it and I go, um, what are you going to watch? You know, as, as a mainstream fan, is anybody going to go? Um, is anybody going to go? I'm not going to watch AEW that free show because of the Evolve show, um, or because the Evolve show is there on the network and it's free too. I think what I think what people might do is go because we're in a whole different time now. Um, you know, the technology is. I'm going to pick one of these shows, the, the show that I want to see the most, I'm going to watch it in live time. And then I'm going to watch, and then if I want to see the other show, I'm going to watch that one, um, you know, a little bit later, but I can watch it a little bit later on my own schedule, or I can watch either one of those shows on my own schedule. You know, I'd rather watch it Saturday. I'd rather watch Saturday at, at one o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm going to wait for the show to be over, and I'm going to avoid some spoilers. And yes, that's a pain in the ass, but I'm going to avoid some spoilers, and I'm going to watch the show, or I'm going to watch it, or, I'm, or it's important for me to see it live. And I like um, communicating with people who are watching it live too, so I'm going to watch it live. All right, which one? To me, AEW wins out of which one's more um, newsworthy. Agreed. Of yeah. the and so AEW still in it. AEW shows that it can beat um, Evolve, and it's not so much it can beat Evolve. Um, it's it's that WWE is putting Evolve on that network. And WWE can't put everything – you can't just have a network where they put every kind of wrestling on because that's – even in today's world, that's um, monopolistic. But what they can't – they can do this. And, and this is one where, to me, like WWE is going to lose. Like Evolve's going to lose. And it's not really fair to Evolve because they haven't had – you know, I guess I, I guess it is a fair in the sense that they've had years to build, but they they haven't like they haven't like been pushing towards this show, and all of a sudden it shows up on on the network. So they're going to take a loss, and WWE is going to take a loss, and WWE is going to take a little bit of a loss in the sense of there are other options. And I think one of the things that's the one of the biggest stories of this year is that there are people who are watching the other options, and they're not just watching wwe because wwe is the major league like you always to me like when there was wcw and wwe you watched both because both were close enough to major league or you know there were people that watched ecw by itself but most of them you know kept their foot most of the ecw fans kept their foot in um 
you know, in WWE or in WCW and knew they wouldn't be surprised if someone, you know, turned up from those television shows. And so, but this, I think we're seeing now some people who are sick of WWE for, for all these different reasons. And they've got wrestling where it's a fight for a championship or it's a fight for a grudge. Um, and they're not being dicked around by it. It's like they're, they have, they have, shows that have gone they've had three shows that have gone um like it seemed to you know seem to be the way to please the fans and didn't have a lot of we're going to teach you a lesson about liking this person and we're going to teach you a lesson about being a good about being a good corporate citizen and we're going to teach you know it's it's just been it's just been get some stars put them in matches and have matches come to a conclusion where you're happy and then you know then i'm just like i'm looking at this and i'm going you know the all AEW has been doing has been accomplishing the next step that's what they need to do and wwe has got has got such a mess on their hands that it's uh, that it's like oh we got to make this big move of bringing in these two and again it's not star, star powered it's bureaucracy powered it's if we got the right bureaucrats in in position it's it's um you know, it's it's more that way. But anyway, if that makes any sense, it, it does. Yeah. So uh, the way with Evolve, you know, the, this Evolve show running opposite AEW for for me, it's been uh, with Kenny kind of responding the way he did. AEW quickly putting out a, a video to promote the show, announcing Chris Jericho is going to be there. I, I'd like to think they're doing, you know, aside from the Kenny thing, they're doing this for the right reason. That hey, people are talking about this. Let's get this out now, rather than. How dare they? Let's fire back. But, uh, it, because my big thing is like, guys, it's an Evolve show. Calm down. But- yeah, act like you're the winner. Because you're, you're winning this. That's what I was kind of trying to say with Omega. was like, don't act bitter. Don't act pissed. Just act like, just go along and do what you're doing. Because you're win- right now, you're winning. You're, it looks like AEW is getting to WWE. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. And that will, let me kind of, the, the, the way I've been looking at it is, guys, get used to this because there's a lot more to come, knowing the way WWE has operated over the years. But should we be looking at it as turnabout's fair play? What if AEW decides, hey, TNT, we'd really like to run a, a free network special, just like Clash of the Champions back in the day prime time against the prime hours of WrestleMania. And, and, I mean, what is stopping them from turning around and doing the same damn thing to WWE, fighting them at their own game? As the war goes along, nothing. 
you know, that that's like I, I wouldn't like to me, WWE seems almost in a panic mode because they've done, you know, they, they've done little things and big things like this two out of three. Fall, like you were like, Bruce, what are we going to talk about? Well, let's talk about this two out of three fall match thing on television that, that, that they've had. Like they've 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 jumped at, at different things. If I'm AEW right now, I'm letting. I'm letting whatever happens this weekend happen. And like, you know, I might, I wouldn't add somebody unless I was going to add them. You know, I wouldn't add Chris Jericho to the show. I just do the, do the show and do a good show. And, you know, they've got that reputation to have a good show and get it behind me. And, and then go when the numbers come out that you've got this many numbers for the AW show, and you've got this many numbers for the Evolve show. If you can get that. And, and if you want it, point it out, but point it out. But right now, AW is in a place where they ought to be just, um, sticking to what they're doing because what they're doing is working. They don't need to panic. They don't need to to pull away. And the big the big thing with me with this thing this Friday is before whenever whenever Vince McMahon did something. Um, and this is like for decades. Whenever he whenever he made a move that was that looked predatory or that looked like it was going to cause trouble for his competition, and he and and that he did it on purpose. It did those things. It was predatory. It, 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 it um, caused trouble for the competition. I've never seen him make a move like he's making this weekend that really isn't going to cause very much trouble. Well, that you see, that, that, okay, so I know there's the the fights the in both names. I, I just want to yeah. clarify, fights in both names, but it's uh, this weekend is Fighter Fest. WWE's not running anything opposite that. It's the one in July. Fight for the Fallen is the one Evolve's running opposite. Okay, I, I got a little confused. All right, that's me. Uh, uh, that's on me. I got a little confused there. But yeah, it's um, but yeah, but even that, like, it doesn't seem like it's going to um, unless they, unless there's something in the Evolve show, and WWE's been dealing with brands and not dealing with with wrestlers. So it's there's no wrestling matchup on the Evolve show that's going to start taking over from um the Fit show, and then the one that you know, and and what AEW is doing, it's not a it's a free show. It's a chance. We're a new product. You've heard these good things. Here's this chance to watch this free show. Um, that maybe you haven't tried this other thing. And if you have, you're going to watch and you'll be happy along that way. And we're giving this to you and W you know, and, and they look, they look okay. It's like that their next thing is that show. And then how their, um, how their talent stays, and then you know, keeping people from being hurt and keeping the names up a little bit, and then coming into October, and then how does Fox and not Fox NFL, but how how does TNT and and um, how does that promote for that Wednesday night show? And then how do fans who um, who number one are watching AEW, and there's going to be there'll be a, a core of that are they happy with the two hour show? Um, are the people who are going, yeah, I used to like wrestling on, I used to like other wrestling besides WWE, or I'm sick of WWE, I'll try this, this looks like some guys, this looks new, or I always like fighting, let's let's do this, and this isn't the kind of crap that I've learned to hate over the years from pro wrestling. Um, is there enough of an audience, and does it, satis- does it do a solid job and satisfy them? I, I think that like they're going on the right track. It's It's not a job of of God, if I can just get um, LeBron James to headline, you know, to be to, to be in the main event of the first um, AEW show on t- on TNT because he's such a big star across the world. It's not that it's not that broad stroke thing. It's that just just keeping business 
you know, just just um, taking that bite of that pizza and coming along. And with WWE, WWE to me, I, you know, when I hear that Vincent Mann is doing the, you know, let's get people talking on Twitter about our product, um, that he doesn't see that there is any problem. The problem is, you know, the problem is the type of fan who um, who is like, um, you know, what's his name? The you know, um, not not. Kevin Owens, but the other one. I mean, it's like, so, you know, Sami Zayn. Zayn. It's like the problem is the fan who sees wrestling like they're Sami Zayn. Or the problem is the wrestlers who do this. So the problem is, like, our product is great. We give them so much. And it's like, that's not, it, it, it's like you're off of track. So you need to get back on track and you need to figure that out. And it's not, how can I protect myself and keep myself in that? in that making these decisions on Monday nights that I enjoy so much and the, and that dealing with the wrestlers that I enjoy and, and doing this and everybody kissing my ass that I like so much. It's like, okay, what is the audience looking for now that they weren't looking for before? And do you look like this big out of touch monolith just moving along, running into the, you know, running into, um, into the rocks because you can't, you can't, adjust quickly where you're going up against somebody who's a lot smaller but they can they can just you know like john moxley talks about or a lot of these guys talk about it's like they can just go to the people and and make a decision and this is how it's going to do and and they've worked with guys who they've done long-term programs with and they do this detail-oriented stuff and they're used to it and they love doing it and they're just going to they're going to keep rolling with that i mean it's it's um WWE is is like we're entertainment more than we're sports entertainment. We're not wrestling, but they're a, they're a headache to watch if they're not wrestling. So what are you? And they're huge, and you can get you can get to be too huge to move and too um too set in your ways to. And it, it's so ironic the Vincent Man who who just feasted on these guys who were like that is now getting and now is facing this. And I think, I think, yeah, the war is on. If you're hearing me say that Bischoff is going to do this and, 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 um, and Paul is going to do that. Paul's kept his hand better in what I think into what the WWE world has been like, but I don't have this sense of Paul Heyman. Like I used to in, in ECW where he, he was, he had a foot in the real world as far as what, what a younger audience wanted and what, you know, and what, and, and what an audience wanted as far as a fight went. And, and, and a lot of what he could do back then, and a lot of what he could do back then, you can't do anymore. I mean, you just literally, you literally can't bash in people's heads in with chairs. I mean, you can, you can do CMLL and, but they, 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 you know, it's a different country and it's a different legal system. And internationally, you can't do that. You're just going to end up with, you know, you're going to end up with a mess. And does Paul have something different? You look at you look at Brock, and what he did with Brock is make Brock bi- make Brock really, really big, and make him be the one that disrespects everybody else. And that's that's um, you know, that that's good for Brock, but is it good enough to run a whole a whole thing? And 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 when he was good with SmackDown was the Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio time where were going toward Hispanic audience in certain markets on a Friday night was a really smart thing to do. And you had two of the best at it that ever, that there's ever been. So with WWE 
being vulnerable, uh, you know, the numbers being down and everything we've talked about, I, I certainly suspect it's just Vince's nature to be predatory when it comes to facing AEW and, and trying to prevent them from really getting up and running. But would you advise him against doing so just because he is vulnerable? And maybe it's better to play nice, let them do their thing, we do ours, than inviting that competition where, again, they can run opposite you as well. Is there something to be said for back off? Don't go, don't take, you know, just don't go right back to that same page in your playbook where you try to get predatory because they can turn around and do the same to you. Yeah, and they have. It's like they can offer, they can offer a creative thing, and they can offer a lack of bureaucracy, a, a, an ability to get things done, and then they can, and and, and there, you know, and they can offer enough money where the happiness is there with the schedule, where you know it, it's WWE. The understanding is you get the money, and then you got to eat, you got to eat the eat the food, all of it. And like you don't have these choices and a lot of people are, are driven crazy by that and a lot more than people think are driven crazy by that. Um, if, if I'm WWE, I'm stopping this defense stuff. It's like you've got this roster like the wars on fix your own home, get your home looking right, like get and, and some of it's going to be letting go and, and let go of some talent because there's not enough. There's a lot of really sharp talent. And WWE has a bunch of it, and a lot of those people are sitting and doing nothing except getting paid. And they're sitting there watching their prime of their career, and they're going, oh, yeah, I'm getting paid, but maybe I could be getting paid more, or maybe I could be getting – or maybe I could be sharpening my skills, or maybe I could be you know, appearing in front of people and not being asked, you know, are you a wrestler anymore and all this. It's like they, they've hired so many people. And, and and put them on shelves and put them in different places where they're not seen. It's like to play defense, to keep them away. To, they're hiring people to keep them away from AEW or keep them away from other places. And I think they ought to get out of that business. And I think what they ought to do is decide, you know, decide what NXT looks like and what and NXT is the one that's they're the closest to where it should be and what what Raw looks like and what SmackDown looks like and that that they have to change and the the look has to change and there's no reason that they have to reinvent the wheel it's just it's just there and these are the people that they push and this is how they push them and that there's some people that are in supporting roles and there's some people that are in um, carpenter roles and this is how they do and and change up um, a lot of the idea that like people hate wrestling so much that everybody on the show has to be um, attractive. Everybody on the show has to be good looking or they have to be, you know, like, like, you know, go a little more sports oriented, but still and, and then picking the right the right talent to be on top and then and, and stop trying to keep people from doing things. You know, um, stop trying to to control the English, you know, the UK market, and, and until you've got your, you know, until you've got a strong a stronger base, your base is not your base is weak. 
strengthen your base and then expand again and then and then, and then go into these markets with with something better and hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. It's sort of like what I'm talking about with um, with with even Rollins and using social media is like use the social media to point out what's good and what's really good and not what's good to Vince McMahon. Right. What's good, you know? What's good to wrestling fans? I mean, there's too much with Wade. Now we're talking about this yesterday. It's like Wade was like Seth Rollins was talking about John Moxley. And, and complaining about him in a way that Vincent Mann wouldn't like. It's like you already got Vincent Mann. We don't work for Vincent Mann. Like the fans don't work for Vincent Mann. The journalists don't work for Vincent Mann. You know, the, the wrestlers do and the people in this company. But stop acting like that. Stop Stop like we've got to get, you know, you've got to get your base back. What What does your base look like in 2019? And, and that's – um, and it and to me it doesn't look like look I got the you know this is what they were asking for all those years ago was Paul Heyman getting us and I got Paul Heyman and then I'm going to look on top of it and then I'll be able to keep to keep going and if I'm and then the other thing is like if you really think Triple H is the guy um, and there's there are reasons too and there's some modern things that he's done there are also some things that he's never really quite shown that he's not um, about himself first but. If you if you're ready to do that, if you're ready to take the NXT, like the difference between watching NXT and WWE, it's like if NXT is supposed to be the next thing, then why isn't WWE looking like it? Right. And, you know, I'm just saying and how I'm not saying it should be or not be. It's just like how the management is. There's this disconnect where to me, we should be seeing Triple H's way become more of the way. My, my fear is it goes the opposite. And hey, this yeah. this best of three falls. No, you can't have matches during commercial breaks. Nonsense has to trickle down, and they're forced to do that that BS on, on the NXT show. Yeah, and and if it is, that's telling you that he doesn't have that. And that's what we've not seen is there's been no messing with um, what Triple H, you know, uh, Triple H's barnyard. You know, there's been no messing with his castle, even in little. In, in little ways where there's messing with raw and um and i, th- and I think part no, of it they, is they just steal the talent and, once in a while without telling i mean i just yeah they, they they up, i mean that was you know what that's a great point and boy uh, and that's really a great point and they really like they took a bunch of them and then they did nothing with them where it looks like there's follow-through with what whatever it is that triple h is doing in nxt is there's like plans and then there's plans after that and there's plans where all of this is reaction we need some new stars. So let's go get, you know, a few months ago, it was, you know, let's go get the NXT stars. We need some this or that. And, and 
of all the things we need two and a, two out of three fall matches because people don't like watching them on the on the um on what matches on the commercials. I mean, there's there's a lot of to me there's a lot of problems with with Raw and SmackDown, and it's fixing a whole lot of little things, but it's like not not making every one of them into look at this, you know, look look how great this is. Um, it's it, it's um it's there's too much on the table. But yeah, if if it really is if it really is a new time for someone to come over besides, um, you know, besides Vince McMahon, then let's see that person in that place. It can't be Eric Bischoff. I really don't think it's Paul Heyman and just the way they are as a family business, they've always stayed that way. It would be triple H. And so, um, you know, and, and you talked about the very beginning. I thought it was really interesting. You talked about the very beginning. Was there a time when, when, when they've sat down with Vincent Man and gone, it's time for you to change your role, you know, and, and it's time for the new generation to come in on the creative. And, you know, there was the time when um, Shane McMahon left the company, when Shane McMahon made that run. Right. You know, and whatever that secret was, and and, like, and he made the run, and he had the idea, and it wasn't very good, and, and McMahon was able to, to, to stop him. And then, you know, and he doesn't have power, you know, he doesn't have power except for himself and his own character now and, and who, and, and who he wants to work with and who he likes to work with. But, um, you know, it, it has that happened. If it has, you know, Vincent man did what you would expect Vincent man to do with Shane McMahon, whether son or not, he got him out of the company Yeah, where triple H triple H has been very careful not to get, you know, not to be seen as a loss in these things. And, um, you know, has he gone? I wonder if he hasn't. And I wonder if the network, I'm thinking the family's done it and maybe the network has come and said, is it not time? You know, we're reading this stuff and, but we're not sure because we know that you've been the guy all along. And, and that like, to me, this stuff more than even wrestling fans, the, uh, getting Eric Bischoff and, and Paul Heyman is like, these are the two, top names in our business that weren't me and i'm going to oversee them and you're still going to get me and i know how to promote wrestling and and you know i'm the one that always succeeds where everybody else fails and they're not looking at you know they're not looking at this man you know the the television people aren't looking at this man across the deal but they're also looking at these numbers and going this is you know this is concerning and you know, this is trouble. Well, here look i did this i brought these guys in and then i did this no more um no more watching during a commercial and there's no more um blah 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 this that wasn't really a problem and so to me i see vince like just not able to just something about him not able to, to say okay you know i'm proud of you triple h and i built this and now you're going to build this the next thing and i'm gonna i'm gonna play the role of of the the grandfather the old the great old man of wrestling and um, and I'm going to enjoy my grandkids and spend a little less time dealing with these details of these kids. And or go play football owner in a football league play. owner. See, I believe that he is going to like delegate all that. I, I mean, I don't, I, I just do. I, I just think that he, I don't think he has an enemy, Bruce. Yeah. I, I he think he has the intention and, and yeah. I think Oliver Luck's going to be very disappointed if, if like, if they get off to a really good start, okay, maybe I don't see that happening to be honest with you. And I just don't think Vince can help himself. And if he does all, if he does it the other way, then he's going to keel over. But it's like, 
if he doesn't do it that way, it's like, but I think, I think this thing's going to last three years because I think he's going to put $300 million into it or how many much he needs into it for three years. And it fails and it fails and it goes away. And then I guess he can like say, well, I lasted three years. I didn't last, you know, six weeks, but, um, yeah, Charlie Ebersol. If he's, if his fingers are all over that the way they were before and i'm speaking of someone about to turn 60 this man was in his 50s and he about killed everybody he was you know like everybody working the bruce pritchards of the world everybody working um the way they work for wwe and then for and then working for xfl and him doing that too it's not going to be possible and he's not doing a good job keeping up with the level of work himself at 73 or 74 just from and and it's not i shouldn't even say just from from wwe most you know most billionaires top business people at that level are working on the big picture items and not and they're not detail they're not immersed in details the way he is and I, um, I think that's the fun for him. That's why I think he, yeah. he, he can't just be hands off with the XFL. That's not fun for him. Even if the league were more successful without him, he's not going to be able to resist the temptation. And he's got no one to relate. So you're 74 years old. I'm thinking as a 60 year old, it's like I can talk to my friends like he doesn't have anybody in the peer group of, of what he's uh, of the wrestling and like, and I'm a wrestling fan. I can like kind of get that, but it's um, he doesn't have anybody in his peer group. There's nobody in his peer group. Number one, except for Donald Trump and and people like that. Um, and then like, who does who is he talking to for the demographic that the WWE is shooting for for that for that twenty some to thirty to forty? Like, who, how would he know that this is cool or this is not cool? And you hear, you know, you hear. Um, mostly talking about it like oh that's great you know oh this is the shit oh that's great and it is the rich out of touch person an older out of touch person trying to tell you know trying to tell um the demographic that he's not a part of what they want and like that's a bad place to that's a bad place to be and you want to be at 74 you want to be you know if you're the movie if you're running the movie studio you want to have your finger on the um, directors and the producers who are of that age are are right in on what's right now. And he's had the chance to do that. And even this is like Paul Heyman and, and, and particularly Eric is, is a generation or two from the, from the past. It's not even, you know, I I was was trying to think about, it's like if the Viking, if the Vikings went to you and said, if the Vikings came out and said, you know what, we're bringing back Bud Grant, Bud Grant, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but Bud Grant is the best Vikings coach in Vikings history. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, as far as history goes, everybody would go crazy because it's in 2019. He's 90 years old. Or right, old. right. It's like, but was he a great coach for his time? Yeah, he was a great coach for his time. But you've got to have you've got to have a coach for the NFL that's 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 coaching, and you've got a general manager and you've got an owner team and all that. That's in today's time not in not in boy i you know i remember those were great old days you know with the with the purple people leaders and it was like and all that it's like you can't do that you got to make the great old days now you know and that's that's where i'm like looking at this and going and 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 yeah and the quietness from the side of triple h and i don't think we'll hear i give him a lot of credit you know with that 
you know, but he's ha- he's got to be as impatient as anybody. He's not showing the impatience. And, and they're going to spin it. Oh, no, he's fine with this. And then he's very happy doing what he's doing in NXT. I, I am wondering, because if I'm Paul Heyman, I want to make that part of the storyline. Hey, I'm supposed to be the heir apparent. What the hell? And, you know, I, I don't know if that will happen. But, uh, you know, getting back to Vince. The I'm whole- a, I'm, I'm, when I look at Paul Heyman, I'm the opposite. It's like I'm I'm sitting there thinking, if I'm Paul Heyman, I want to look like I'm not being a weasel. So I'm not wanting to be on TV, and I'm not I'm not wanting to be somebody who's telling one person one thing and another person, and I'm not trying to do. So I'm not going to be on his TV. Where if I'm Eric, I'm like, well, well, I'm a star that was a star when I was doing good stuff, and I'm good at playing this role. And they want, you know, sure. and so this is what I know to do. And like I didn't keep up with other roles, and I wouldn't, you know, there's no, you, you know, this man isn't bringing back managers and and i would rather play that i'm in charge or something so i mean so he does that but if i'm paul i'm like i want to look like i'm not a weasel and then be a two thousand percent weasel yeah good point and 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 so and and then it's also it's like and then what's going to be and another thing is going to be just and you brought it up it's going to be interesting as all get out to watch is there's always that dynamic between paul and stephanie mcmahon and usually it doesn't come on television, but then every once in a while it comes on, and Stephanie can't help herself. She's got to talk down. She's got to talk it. She's got to talk down Paul Heyman, and so and Paul Heyman's got to act like he's a good sport about it, but talk her down too. And then where you know where's this saying? And even with the Moxley stuff, the thing that when Wade talked to Moxley that that like stunned me. And as I've said, and, and as you know, I'm much more I'm much more positive about Brock Lesnar than a lot of people. Yeah. But I was like, when Brock Lesnar came into SummerSlam, and and put the veto on the um the Shield getting back together, just because um he he wasn't feeling it that night, and it worked, like like that kind of stuff. I'm like, um, you know, I was really shocked that that Vince McMahon allowed it, and number and the the, the Brock Lesnar cared enough and that the Brock and that Paul was kind of there too. It's like, okay, who's going to be, you know, who's in charge because this man's going to want to look like he's not in charge. Paul Heyman's going to want to be in charge, but not look like it. Eric is just going to be Eric. And then this just seems like complicated as, as, as all get out. So, and I don't know, like, you know, you knew, you kind of knew what Eric thought wrestling was and you knew what, you know, Eric thought, wrestling was getting all the stars together and following the stars that made the money. And like that, that day has been gone for 20 years. And then, and then Paul had a look, you know, Paul was raunchier and, and more violent, but that has seen its day and gone past. And And he knows I I, just from talking with Paul, he'll go the opposite way. Yeah, I know. It's like, and he always, he, he, to me, the one thing I have been impressed with is he has stayed away from being a nostalgia guy. Yeah. He stayed away from he stayed away from the ECW where there was cash money you know fast cash money and him cashing out and and he didn't and and I thought that his what he thought was his place was going to be being the advisor and the the on air advocate for very top acts like um, Ronda Rousey and, and Brock Lesnar and, and try to find those and and just stay a, in a comfortable place and not run the whole thing and then but I don't know you know it's like that but that was in um, there and then yeah I mean to me what 
what I want to see, and I think I'm like a fan in this, is like I want to turn my television on Monday nights and just and and notice myself. Hey, this is a better show. Right. This makes more sense. Not that I'm getting announced that these these fabulous things are going to happen. It's just like, hey, have you been watching this show? This show got better because TV shows do do that. It's like, have you been watching this? And wrestling shows have done that before. It's like, hey, have you been watching? This show got better. Mm-hmm. And, and and see that come out of Raw and see that come out of particularly SmackDown on Fox. A couple of quick ones to close. Um, Fighter Fest this weekend on Saturday. Not a pay-per-view in the U.S., airing free on BR Live. Not, you know, Tony Khan's talked about having four big quarterly pay-per-views. This is not one of them. Uh, it's, it's not all out. It's not double or nothing. But it is the first free show. So how important is this show to AEW? I think it's important. I think the most important part of it, and, and it does have, you know, it, it, it does have that um, that um, Rhodes versus um you know, it has the Rhodes versus uh, um, um, Bucks match. Uh, so no, you're jumping ahead a month again. Am I jumping ahead? Yeah, no, this jump. one is uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega facing uh, the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid, Cody, Darby Allen, um, Christopher Daniel, Shima, John Moxley, uh, and I'm doing this off the top of my head, so bear with me, Joey Janela, and I think those are kind of the key matches. I may be forgetting one. Yeah, um, it's going to be, you know, I would say uh, what I, one of the things that's important to me is 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 Moxley and Joey Janela, and not having the spot where I'm watching. And, and this is me as much as anything. It's, it's better for the business too, um, where you have the big fight but not have the spot where I go. Well, he could have died. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like stop that. And We've seen John those Moxley. with Joey Janela. With Joey Janela, it's like Joey Janela needs to expand his repertoire more than just you know more than just I'm a shock thing and and but this to me is as much about using Bleacher Report and using that way to get to that platform. It's a free way to do it, so and it's there. You get to see the stars, but they're not giving away major match you know two major matches, um, two of 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 something they could sell, but it's like you have the good experience, you have a good feeling with them. And then this is how you do it. And it wasn't so hard. And not only that, but technology wise, when you're watching the show, it doesn't fuzz out on you. It doesn't, um, you know, that it, that it stays on stream. Yeah. You don't have any problems with that. They do that. And, and, and hopefully, you know, hopefully for that company, a lot of people try it and go, you know what, that wasn't hard at all. And yeah, I don't want, yeah, you know, next time I'll have to spend some money, but I'm going to, um, I had a good experience with this. I'm going to get the monthly, you know, I'm going to get the monthly streaming or I'm going to get it on pay-per-view and um, I'm going to tell my friends about it. And th- to me, like, that's what this is. That's, and so it's all in the number one, how many people try it for free and then what their experience is, how easy it is to use. And then um, does it, does it stay um, consistent as a viewing experience? And and so we have a free show this weekend with uh, with, with uh, Fighter Fest. We have a free show on if you get access next weekend with New Japan and and the uh, G One opener. Uh, so how hard is it tonight for Ring of Honor's Best in the World, and for that matter, Impact Wrestling a week from Sunday their Slammiversary show. I mean, are, are you looking forward to these shows? Are they off the radar for you? Just uh, your your general thoughts. Well, Ring of Honor, I, I think that Ring of Honor and Impact and, and, and 
you know, impact has not gotten to where to me to where it's live enough to like really count for this. But it's but for these kind of wrestling for this kind of wrestling movement that we've had with WWE, where it's going to hurt is Ring of Honor. That it's not going to hurt so much with AEW because number one, it's 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 a free show this weekend. But it's that um, you know it's it's Ring of Honor doing. Uh, not showing any real change much no. being ring of honor in the last nine months. I mean, there was some change about nine months ago and being that show, you know, if you're a ring of honor fan, if you're a fairly regular viewer, go to those shows. I mean, you know what you're going to get for, um, the, the type of style you're going to get. They're going to, they're going to be successful enough, but they're not going to move up in that. And with impact, I keep looking at impact and I keep looking at either the network that they're on and the mistakes that are the, the mistakes that seem like that the teenage kid that's supposed to flip a switch forgets to flip a switch and gets his hair caught in this gum. You know, it's, it's like, where are you, you know, what does impact do? Where can they compete? And where they've tried to compete is, is word of mouth and word of mouth doesn't work. Uh, there's just too much product and there's too much good product. Do you compete at, they can't compete at level of wrestling because there's so, because they can be beaten by these other companies so easily. They can't compete with level of, of, of named stars. I mean, you can bring back Rob Van Dam and, and, and to your indie show and Rob Van Dam's going to give you a name and give you a certain thing, but it's not going to build you back up. I, you know, I look at impact and I go, I don't. It doesn't seem it. It had a purpose with Jeff Jarrett, which was to make Jeff Jarrett the the Jeff Jarrett was a number one main event star, and so this is where he would do it. And it even had a purpose with Vince Russo, which was um, this was the style that people wanted, even though it wasn't. And it and it had a and it had a it had a meaning with Dixie Carter, which was she runs a wrestling show, you know, and and. And you don't um, and these people have been all been treated unfairly and they should be given a chance to do their job. And you don't have to look at the you don't have to look at the numbers to decide your success. It's more, you know, what you're um, more something else. I don't know what it was. But when I look at them now, I'm just like, why are you you know, what what are you there for? Because you're better than those those people. Jeff Jarrett wasn't in that position. You know, wasn't that type of talent, and Dixie Carter wasn't that that type of, of manager, and Vince Russo's idea of wrestling wasn't, you know, you know, certainly had its had its chance, and it didn't it didn't succeed. But I look at them and I go, what is this? Except for people should be working. What is you know the people that are working for the company should be working somewhere. What is it that they that they mean? And when I, I you know I watch them about once. Or twice a year and i'm just like what is it that you're trying to do and it's not and 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 you know getting on worse networks I, i'm just kind of like there you know there is no right to have a wrestling job you know there isn't there isn't you know it's not like healthcare or something it's not you know or you know there's other places to work i mean i don't know or <laughs> or if you're not good enough then there's not you know or you're not in the right you're not the right person in the right place so yeah, I mean, I think that, and I think that um, the fact that it's easy for people now—I mean, you know, man—I mean, it's like now, it's like we can watch with a little bit of gumption, you know, a little bit of wherewithal and a little bit of money, you can watch anything live yeah. around the world, and so that means some of the things 
in the list of those that are going to become less of a treat or going to become less unless they figure out, you know, you know, wrestling war means that some people are going to go, go out, I would think. And, um, you know, and so ring of honor needs to be thinking about, you know, how they're all set up and, and, and how that, and even, even the NWA with, um, you know, even the NWA, it's like, you know, I went to that NWA class show and it's like what they've moved, what they've done since then, it's like they've kind of retrenched a little bit. It's like, what are you going to, you know, you know, what exactly are you going to be for? And is there a place for eight different wrestle, eight different wrestling shows that have good wrestlers on them? Because the 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 level of wrestling uh, of people who can perform is just tremendous now. And um, there's more, pl- and there's still more wrestlers than there are places for the wrestlers. So what becomes more valuable? And then, and I, you know, if and I'll say this, if I'm, if I'm a wrestler, I want to be a five-star wrestler, but I want to be a talker. I want to figure out a way to talk people into coming seeing me. I want to make money. Because that's where the money's going to be. If you can do both, you're going to have to do one, the, the, the one thing, but, but, but the opening is for the opening is for the exciting and the excitement and building a match and talking and not just, and not talking for 20 minutes either. Like, you know, you know, and I'd be studying the old guys and that's, that's the difference. But yeah. And then, and then looking, and then if I'm the wrestling comes, I'm WWE, I'm looking at all the things that we've made cliches in the last 10 years that need to be stepped away from that won't cost you money to step away from, but it'll, you'll have to change how your show looks. Bruce, I owe you beer and water. Thanks for the time, man. Oh man. Anytime. XFL, Vince McMahon, Paul Heyman, and Eric Bischoff. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The more things change, the more they stay the same. A big thanks to Bruce for joining me and thank you for listening. Stop back and join me next time right here on The Boom. Obviously, I support Raw and its general manager, Eric Bischoff. And if Eric Bischoff wants to lead a, an entire group, a whole band of, of crusaders into the Hammerstein Ballroom at one night stand and kick the living hell out of ECW, then you know what? That's all right with me, too. Because if there's one thing I love just as well as a big pot full of money, it's a damn good fight.